0: Welcome, everybody, to the weekend edition of Delayed Game, a show we're going to go over what's the what's been going on in the sad state of the NBA playoffs, including the annoying news that the Philadelphia Sixers have been eliminated. We're going to go through all of it. I couldn't let the weekend go by without addressing what I saw. Before we end up going to that extent, uh, we're just going to Start off with some of the series that are left in the playoffs currently. Um, the first one that comes to mind is it's simply the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Boston Celtics, which is going to game seven. And after watching game six, I think that Milwaukee missed a chance. Uh, I know there was a nip and tuck game, and I thought Milwaukee had a chance down the stretch to pull away, and Boston basically refused to give up the game, which is, commendable, but I don't know if I would want to go to a Game 7 in Boston with how they've been playing with those fans. I don't think that it's something I would want to deal with, especially with Chris Middleton still being out and and the inconsistencies of the supporting cast when they're on the road. I would have tried my best to close out the game uh, while at home, but you can tell some of the things were, were a struggle down the stretch, so it's understandable, but I think we were all expecting a good series. We all we all thought it was going to go at least six or seven games, so this one isn't that surprising. I'm pulling for Giannis. Personally, I, I like the Bucks, and I kind of hope they are able to get back to the championship, but, you know, time will tell. The Boston Celtics are a great team, and I think they show a new side and a new aggression to them under the new regime with the coach that they currently have. So I think we'll see, you know, the best current team win. I think they have injuries on both sides. I think it's just been a long, tumultuous series. So I think everybody's been playing hard, and we're going to see the best team win. I don't necessarily feel the same way about the Phoenix Suns versus the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know what's going on in the series. I don't think I've ever seen a series where the home team has such a strong advantage. Um, We've seen a few blowouts in this series, and normally it goes to the tune of the home team dominating the road team. Um, And I don't know exactly what that's about because I personally consider Phoenix to be better than Dallas, and that's not any shade to Dallas. I think they're a great team. Well, I think they're a good team with a great player, and I think the emergence of Jalen Brunson has been great, and I think he should be their top priority to re-sign this offseason. I initially didn't think they could play together, but the more I watched throughout the playoffs, I do think it can be done. And I do think Luka does need help. So for them to let Brunson walk would be very risky and possibly irresponsible to front office just to let him go elsewhere. But the truth is, I think the Phoenix Suns are a better team. I don't know. How this series went seven games, and to be honest with you, this isn't the series I would have thought was going to go seven games out of the four that was left. Wouldn't have. Somehow it has. And if we're going to be honest, the West is pretty lackluster to some extent because the teams aren't playing to their potential. And we're going to get the Golden State in a second. But I don't think Phoenix has been playing to the level that they are capable of. So time will tell. Um, luckily the game is in Phoenix. So I guess the question is, are they going to step up and do what every other home team has done in this seven game series and win at home? Um, I personally don't think Dallas has a chance if they do win this series somehow to beat the Warriors. That's just my opinion. I think Phoenix is the better team. I need Phoenix to become more consistent. I don't know what's been happening with Chris Paul. He just seems like he's been off his, his his square. He's been pressed a little bit and hasn't been in his game. I think he's averaging like nine points in the last four games. Um, So, it, you know, it hasn't been great for him. I think last game he even had six assists and five turnovers. So he hasn't been playing his best ball. Um, I definitely think if Phoenix is going to win game seven, it's going to be on his shoulders of Devin Booker. That does not mean I think Chris Paul is going to have a bad game. I do think – He'll give you a solid 20, 20 or a little more. He'll give you a double-double, 12 assists maybe, a few rebounds. But I do think the story, if and when they're able to win game seven, will be because of Devin Booker. Time will tell. We'll see if I'm right. Um, If you're a fantasy player, stay tuned. I'll give my opinion on that also. Um, But looking at the other Western Conference Series, and it is a shame because I do think we missed out on a great series. I think there has been a lot of misfortune in this series, from from people being kicked out of the game, to suspensions, to injuries. I think that John ja Morant being injured in this series, of course, horse, horse, with the grizz- Grizzlies. grizzlies. But we, we possibly have have might, have have might have seen a different, different outcome. outcome. And, let's and let's just be honest. Be honest. Being, Being honest here, what we, we witnessed, witnessed honest, the, the Warriors, Warriors. I don't, I don't know, know if they, they just decided, decided not to come, to come and play, play because, because game, game four and five, and five were on the silver, silver platter. No John Morin, and I feel like they came out. In game four, and I don't understand why they didn't have any type of intensity. They didn't have any sense of urgency. They act like they didn't even want to play the game. The Grizzlies came and outplayed them most of the game, if not all of it. The Golden State Warriors decided somehow to flip a switch and steal the game. But they were not the better team that night. And then we go to game five, and they just get destroyed. Now, you can make the argument all the Warriors thought they had it in the bag. They, they weren't worried because they knew Ja was out. Maybe so. But the flip side is the Grizzlies played phenomenal without Ja Morant, which makes me wonder, what if they had Ja Morant? What if they had Ja game six? What would we be seeing in game seven? Will we be seeing a different outcome? Those are things now you have to deal with because the truth is, I'm not that confident in Golden State anymore from what I saw. Now, are they going to ch- get it together? Are they going to shift it into a championship gear? That's a different story. But I'm not that impressed from Golden State and haven't been that impressed from Phoenix either. After what I witnessed, the Grizzlies look like the better team for the second half of the series. And And on top of that, We had to watch Steph Curry brag about how Josh said Grizz in seven. You beat up on a wounded team. Where their second best player missed two games, basically. The number one best player on their team missed two games. And Desmond Bain is walking around with an injured back. Their top three players were either ejected, suspended, or hurt. And you got the nerve to brag? After the way they embarrassed you Without their star player I don't think y'all were missing anybody When y'all got destroyed Your team was intact And y'all got destroyed So to think that you have enough nerve to talk trash It's not a good sign to me It seems like you're a little full of yourself I don't think you should be But that's just my opinion Steph needs to, This is Steph's time to pull through this Western conference because the truth is he has some interesting playoff stats that are not in his favor. And maybe he should be more appreciative when Kevin Durant was on that team. That's all I have to say. <laughs> um, I wish them the best because I was I was rooting for them. I was happy to see, you know, the Warriors doing something in the playoffs. But this entitled demeanor that they're portraying is. It's beneath them because they haven't been... They're not dominating. The teams that are dominating aren't this arrogant. So we'll see what happens. Um, we get to... The Sixers and the Heat, which is now over. Spoiler alert, the Heat won the series. Um... I'm going to give Joel Embiid a slight pass. He did not have the best end of his series, but he also had a lot going on. He didn't win MVP, which I thought he was robbed, and he was also injured. Um, I know he had an injury with his thumb. I know he hurt his back, and of course, the orbital bone in his face. So I do expect more from him, and I will say that he is going to have to get this monkey off his back of getting out the second round. He's getting to the point where he's... He either won't have any excuses or he's going to get labeled um, because of his injuries. It's just a person that can't get a team over the hump, even if it's not always his fault. He's going to get that tag. So I do hold him accountable to some extent because he played and there just wasn't a great level of aggressiveness the whole game. It was such a game, like a deciding game, if they lose, they were out. Um, the reason I also think you have to take into account when you have a player like James Harden on your team that is not showing the same sense of urgency is very draining. Very draining, and I will give Tyrese Maxey a lot of credit because I am a fan, and he was he's, he he's been playing good this playoff. But James Harden, for what he's getting paid and the way that he is playing the game, and I even heard a post game quote. quote where a reporter asked him about his gameplay in the second half, and his response was, Well, I passed the ball and never got it back. We all, the old James Harden, he was going to get the ball regardless to take his shot. So for him to have that type of demeanor is hilarious to me. The fact that he thinks he's going to get a max contract after this performance is hilarious to me. And the Sixers are stuck under the eight ball because they traded so much for him. Can you truly let him walk? I think that's the question we're getting at now. Can you really let him go? I even read reports about how there's supposedly rumored an ultimatum where it is either James Harden or Doc Rivers that they don't get along. So you gotta pick one. Doc hasn't been that great while he was here. And neither has James Harden. But the problem is now... And the big question, you can't afford to let James Harden walk. I do think James Harden's energy might have took a little wind out of Joel Embiid. There's still no excuse. Um, But I think Joel Embiid had a lot going on. I don't think it's acceptable how James Harden was playing this playoff. And I think it's ridiculous the, the the Supermax contract he's eligible for because he has not earned it the last few years, if we're gonna be honest. I'm disappointed in the Sixers. I expected more from the Sixers. Um it should have been a sweep. And B's presence got us two games. It should have been a sweep. It should have been. Miami was the better team. All around, they just didn't have the best player. So I'm disappointed. I don't. I don't even know who you hire if you get rid of Doc Rivers. But I don't know if he's the answer. Um. I'm. I'm out on James Harden. I am not a fan. I don't like. I don't like the way he plays the game. I'm very big on how people play the game. Um. I think. I don't know. I I can't speak on if he cares about winning or his level of passion. I don't really know. I just know his energy level was not satisfactory. I think for anybody that is a fan of the game and anybody who's a fan of Philadelphia, the way he plays the game was not acceptable. If he went down with the ship and was shooting and was passing and was trying it was high energy and it just wasn't working out, I think we would have been okay with that. But the fact that he's often just he's outside of the little fire he showed was it game three or game four. We haven't seen much from him consistently. And then we have to look at the, the funny part of this story is they lost to the Miami Heat being led by Jimmy Butler. Who was a Philadelphia 76er at some point recently that they let walk. And it was a sad tale to see <laughs> to see Jimmy Butler in his post game interview call Joel Embiid his brother and how much he loves him, and then say as much as he loves being in Miami, he wishes he wishes he was still playing with him. Then you see Joel Embiid say something similar in his post game press conference about how much he is happy for his brother he you know he wishes he was still on the team and he doesn't understand. While we let him walk. Now we've heard rumors that him and Ben Simmons had a clash. I think it's funny that y'all let Jimmy Butler go. And I think Ben Simmons played one more year for you. But that's neither here nor there either. Maybe two more years. Um, So we see this. this they both wanted to play together. And then we see Jimmy Butler yell. While he's going to the locker room. Y'all gave Tobias Harris the max contract. Now, I like Tobias Harris, and I'm not even trying to throw him under the bus. But that is a hilarious dig that y'all let Jimmy Butler walk, and Tobias Harris is the one that got his max contract. Now, you might say it's comparing apples to oranges, but facts are facts. They did let Jimmy Butler go, and they did pay Tobias Harris who we can all agree is not Jimmy Butler. He's a really good player. He's not Jimmy Butler. So even if you want to address the elephant room that you might have broken up a good team because of Ben Simmons and he isn't even on your team anymore, it's pretty ironic. The fact that just imagine what Philly could have been If you swap Jimmy Butler for James Harden, because you can't count Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is gone. But let's say, I guess Tobias Harris wouldn't have been on that team. But but you got Tyrese Maxey, Jimmy Butler, and Joe Embiid. That's your big three. What would have happened this year? I would love to hear your opinions. I would love to see your comments. What do you think would have came of the Sixers? Same coach. We got Jimmy Butler. probably would like our chances to get to the championship. I think the way that the Sixers are being run is very interesting, and I think they need to plan their next move carefully because the East isn't getting any easier, and these impulsive haphazard moves aren't going to help you win. Now, I'm not going to be too critical on a James Harden trade because if you're in a situation That we don't frequently see where you have a player that's not going to play. Any valuable piece you get back for him, I can't be mad. So you did get James Harden back. And you probably were under the impression you were going to get a better version of James Harden. Which I also can't blame the Sixers for. But it's unacceptable. It is unacceptable to be a professional athlete for a team, and give some of those performances. Now, some people say he's washed. I don't know. But what I do know, he is ridiculous if he expects to get a Supermax from a team that's in contention. Now, Philly might surprise me, but I don't think there is any contending team that will be willing to give James Hart in that contract He is eligible for, which I think is somewhere around $260 million. And I believe the last year he'll be somewhere in the 60s, 60 million in that season. I don't know that many contending teams currently in place that will be willing to pay James Harden that much money. And I would be curious as to why they would. So I think the Sixers had a good season. And I think they had a lackluster playoffs because I don't think they played the first series that well. They almost let the Raptors back. Um, Some people say coaching isn't that important to me. Coaching is important. And I think part of coaching sometimes is knowing how to motivate your team. to keep the foot on the neck and keep them driving forward. So the Sixers administration needs to take their time and plan their next moves carefully because they might be a few moves away from a championship and they might be a few moves away from just being a regular playoff team that that goes in every year and doesn't do anything because that's the way it looks now. They have great regular seasons and in the first or second round don't go anywhere. And you can make the argument their best playoff run was the last one Jimmy Butler was here. Where they lost on a lucky bounce from Kawhi Leonard. That might have been the last great Philly playoff run potentially we had. We haven't seen one since in that regard. So in reference to these playoffs, I I, th- I think it's been interesting, and I think it's been it's been a roller coaster ride. So we are looking at hopefully the series ending soon. Milwaukee and Boston play tomorrow. Dallas and Phoenix play tomorrow. I think you're going to see a great game out of both of them. I'm going with Milwaukee. I think that Giannis is going to have a, a really good game. I could see. I think Jason Tatum actually might struggle. I think Jalen Brown will do fine. Um, if you're into fantasy, you know, just to take a delay of game here to address the fantasy fans, I think that Bobby Portis, I don't know how how much he's going for, but if you're playing DFS, I think Bobby Portis is a great play. Um, as far as Dallas and Phoenix, I think that will also be a good game. Um, I I think it's worthwhile to look at DeAndre Ayton. He might be a good investment. I think he's going to have a good game. I think that Phoenix and Milwaukee will win, and I think we'll end up seeing two great series. And I think it'll be interesting because we might actually see two number one seeds make it to the Western and the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I did read about an introduction to basically having an MVP of the Conference Finals on each side, um, named after Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. I don't know if that's still a rumor or a hearsay, but that could be an interesting element to add to kind of, you know, give some more weight to how important the conference finals are. But I, I do think it's been an interesting playoffs. I've been saddened by my Philadelphia 76ers. Um, had an opportunity to possibly go to the game, and I'm glad I didn't because I would have been furious at their performance. I still love them. And I think they'll get it together. Um, like I said, the next few moves they make are very important. And I do hope next year will be a lot better. So, in closing, continue to enjoy the rest of the playoffs. Um, and before I close, I want to just say, find a way to just enjoy your weekend. Take some time for yourself. Find a way to relax and do something enjoyable, either with your just yourself Or with your loved ones. Enjoy each moment that you have. And until next time, and hopefully we'll get to see some great games tomorrow. But until next time, where we talk a little bit more on sports, I hope that you have a good weekend and a good rest of your day.